Welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Bedell. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello everyone and welcome back for this week's Brain Coach Tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. It's so great to be able to share with you the revelations God has given me about how to make the brain work better. I've worked with many families as they incorporate the help of the neurodevelopmental approach and see life-changing results. I've seen frustrated parents become encouraged and defeated kiddos feeling confident again. My goal is to equip you with some brain-changing tips and techniques, as well as resources that can enhance your child's functional ability. I have personally experienced with the grief of having a child that struggles and not knowing what to do to help her. I'm asking you to share the link to this podcast with your network. Someone in your realm of influence may be crying out for help for their child too. You just never know when you might be the link God wants to use so another family can get help that they are praying for. Let's delve into the neuroplasticity of the brain. It's definitely not a rubber band. The brain God gave us is really amazing. Did you know at birth there's 86 to 100 billion neurons? Those are brain cells. Neurons continually die and they're rarely replaced. But what happens is there's a neuron network that starts to form. And this is where the brain is stimulated. It grows and starts making pathways in your brain. But when you don't make the pathways, it's kind of a use it or lose it kind of scenario. Those neurons start to die. Scientists used to think that the brain was hardwired at about 20, and then it was kind of downhill from there. But now we can see with technology what neurodevelopmentalists have known for over 60 years. And that is that with any kind of stimulation, the brain changes. But with the right kind of stimulation, the brain changes exponentially. And the function of the individual changes dramatically. We know this, if you think about it, because a stroke victim that's had part of their brain damaged can regain function if their brain is stimulated. The good news is if learning channels are not working well, they can be developed. We truly are fearfully and wonderfully made, as the scripture tells us. All that needs to happen is that we get input to our brain. There's actually three keys that we talk about that change the brain, and that is frequency, intensity, and duration how often something happens, how strong the information is, and how long. Typically, short periods of time are better, and then over time. We don't really have time to go into that today, but I did do this extensively in podcast number three. So go back and check that out. 
Let's look at what you really want for your child and how you're going to get there. What you'd like is a child that reads well and comprehends. You want them to be great at math, able to stay on task, follow directions, have beautiful handwriting, and be independent learners. Can I hear an amen out there? Well, this takes a good foundation for neuropathways so that the brain is relaying those messages to all the parts of the body so that function is good. What we focus on is building a strong foundation. This causes your brain to be efficient. Now, what are the areas that are involved there? First, brain organization. How is the brain organized? Kind of like a filing system to get information to go all the places it needs to go. First, you have to have an organized brain. Then, you have to receive information, process it in your short-term memory, store it where you can find it later, and of course, utilizing it is finding it and using it. All the wiring has to be there to give the brain the correct information so that it can function well. How does this neuroplasticity work? Well, as we talked before, we have billions of neurons or brain cells. 3% of our total brain mass is those cell bodies, but 97% of our brain are connections. What happens is you stimulate the brain, it makes the connection, and then you get the function. Sometimes we kind of get that backwards. The story of Janae and her ability or lack thereof to fold towels is a perfect example here. Janae's my daughter and she was really pretty high functioning. She had some learning challenges for sure, some IQ issues. But what I wanted her to do is fold some towels. And so I tried to teach her to fold towels thinking anybody could do that, right? Well, that's what I thought before I tried to teach her because we did everything I could think of. Stand up, sit down, put them on the couch, put them on the table, everything. And she just could not fold towels. We started with a neurodevelopmentalist and he told me she's really not connected from her head to her hands. She doesn't know where she is in space to move her body. So we did something called deep pressure where we mashed on her fingers, mashed on her legs, mashed on her toes every day, twice a day, for about five minutes. Well, I was desperate at this point, so I was going to do whatever he said to do. And it was very interesting because about six weeks into this deep pressure, we had the laundry going on. And I said, Janae, get those clothes from the washer to the dryer. And I thought a mangled mess of towels would be better than slowing down the process. So I went about doing what I needed to do came back a little bit later and found two stacks of perfectly folded towels. I couldn't hardly believe my eyes because she'd never been able to do it before. But now what dawned on me is her brain, her understanding, knew how to fold towels. Now she had the connections all the way from her head to her fingers to make that happen. So the neurodevelopmental approach has helped for children with severe issues, obviously. But what if your child is really bright and you know that they're bright because you see their brilliance come out in the way they build things, the imaginative play that they have, and just interaction with them. But you ask yourself, why is my child so disorganized, immature, dependent on me for so much or others, and struggling in school? Why is that happening? Our belief is that it's a very shaky foundation. 
Oftentimes children get to the third or fourth grade and they've been doing well or at least okay up to that point and then they just hit the wall of their ability to compensate and things kind of go downhill from there. It's kind of like a house with a shifty foundation where the windows don't open anymore and the door sticks all the time. The pathways in and out are just not functioning well. As you may know by now, our sponsor is Little Giant Steps, and we consider ourselves foundation repair experts. We help you know how to stimulate the brain so that it works better. So how is the brain organized? Where do you start to build this strong foundation? I believe that a lot of this has to do with what happens when they're infants and where they're on the floor getting information. You know our cultural practices are really robbing our children of their full potential because of the things that we're doing with them these days with gadgets and that kind of thing. In podcast number two and the neurodevelopmental DVD that's on the Little Giant Step store, we go into detail about this lower level organization and what you can do. In Isaiah 58, 12, it says, You shall raise up the foundation of many generations, and you will be called the repairer of the breach. Now, I think there's foundations in every area, physically, spiritually, emotionally. But in my opinion, as far as the physical part, the breach is the lack of development that is causing many of our children to be labeled and for the U.S. to be 25th in the world in math and science. I just can't hardly fathom how that could be. In the coming weeks, we'll be breaking down the development of each age and stage of development from 0 to 4. So I hope you'll stay tuned for that. But you say, if the foundation is 0 to 4, what if my child is 5 or older? Well, one thing I've done is created an Early Learning Foundations program that can be brain training that includes math. In this program, we address key areas of development, the lower level brain organization, the short-term memory, and also some tactile areas. It includes those keys to learning that we talked about before, the frequency, intensity, and duration, to accelerate and solidify math skills as well. So if you have a three to eight-year-old, you can check out the Early Learning Foundations program on Little Giant Steps website and see if it's something that's right for you. If you really build that foundation, you'll have a breeze homeschooling them the rest of their life. But you might say, what if my child is older than eight? What if they're 12 or 17? If this is the case, you might want to add developmental foundations to your regular curriculum. It just takes about an hour and part of that time is replaced by a technique of math and reading. It would change the outcome of what you're doing by just changing that technique. Developmental Foundations does tactile brain organization, works on their processing, helps you to understand about storage of information. All of that is built into this. We've had some fabulous results from children that were eight, nine, all the way up to 17 or 18 that helps their brain get organized so that they can function better in college. We're talking about the foundation now and we've said it's very important for the brain to be organized as part of the foundation. Another aspect of the foundation is receiving information, taking in the information through the tactile system, 
the auditory, visual, all the senses. And we believe that the potential of an individual is determined by the opportunities presented to them. So in other words, if the channels are open to all the senses, then they'll be bringing in good information and building that foundation where they receive the right kind of information. So the key to neuroplasticity is it has to have input. The brain has to have input to build those connections that cause function to happen. The really cool thing is that this can happen at any age because our brain can change at any age. I was able to work with a 55 and 54 year old one time that had always struggled with reading comprehension. And in just four months of doing a neurodevelopmental program, they both went up three and a half years in their reading comprehension. It was amazing. And that happened again in four months. The really interesting thing is during that four months, they didn't do any reading or work on comprehension. They just organized their brain, helped their processing, and built that foundation so that their function was there because they were already smart enough to be functioning at a higher level. One of the areas that we receive some really valuable information is through the tactile system. This creates that brain-body connection that makes everything work. And if our brain cannot perceive the tactile stimulation, the brain is generally unaware of the signals the body is sending. For instance, if the brain is not well connected to the fingers, how can they have good handwriting? In future episodes, I'm going to go into detail about improving handwriting. For now, you can check out the resources at the Little Giant Step store that use the neuroplasticity of the brain to build the foundation both tactilely and muscle-wise so that good handwriting is possible. Just search handwriting on the Little Giant Step store. In the next few weeks in these podcasts, we're going to talk about various hypersensitivities that actually short out the sensory system so that all a child can do is pay attention to that. But through God's gift of neuroplasticity, this can change and will change with enough stimulation that will create better function. That's why we call our company Little Giant Steps. You can take little steps each day with short, intense stimulation to the brain and make giant strides in their actual functional ability. The first hypersensitivity or distortion that we're going to talk about is going to be next week, and we're going to talk about the auditory hypersensitivity. Another resource for you is podcast number eight and number nine, where I talked about learning styles and how by using neuroplasticity, you can strengthen all the learning channels to bring information in efficiently. I encourage you to go back and listen to those. For now, let me just give you an illustration of a really wonderful lady named Tanda Trussell. She has since gone on to be with the Lord, but when she was still here with us, she caught the vision of neurodevelopment and applied it to her first grade class. She was just blown away by what happened. Let me just read a few of her words to you. She wrote, Never in 18 years of teaching first grade had I seen such low academic class become so successful? Had I seen immature students become mature students? Had I seen distracted students become focused? Never in 18 years had I seen students that kept up with their supplies like these did. They were making common sense decisions 
and they were able to play safely on the playground. Never in 18 years have I seen students begging for more math. These are first graders. They were begging for more math homework, and they were excited about taking tests. Never had I seen such confidence coming from my students. Their organization skills were amazing. Never in 18 years had I seen low-level students learn so quickly. And never had I seen the stress levels in my class so low. Never in 18 years of teaching had I had so much fun and success teaching. And I owe it all to the Classroom Developmental Foundations put in place by Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. One of the things that Tanda put into her classroom was the Rapid Recall System by Little Giant Steps. It helped them learn their math facts. I was actually there the day that they were asking for more math. They had done one page and they turned it over really quick and they had already done that page on the back earlier in the day, but they wanted to do more. So that was really exciting. Tanda also incorporated the short-term memory work. So if you've heard me before, you know about my emphasis on processing or that auditory short-term memory. When you work on this skill each day, you are using the principle of neuroplasticity so that area functions better. In podcast number 15, I go into detail about that, so check it out there. If you see the child having immature behavior, problems with comprehension, not being able to think in the big picture and see cause and effect, if their conversational language is hard to deal with, they interrupt you all the time because they're going to forget what they're going to say if they don't tell you right now, if they're not attending and not being able to stay on task or use phonics well, you'll know that this is a root cause of that foundation being shaky. And this causes you to ask questions like, why can't my child follow directions? Why can't he remember to do his chores? Is this rebellion? Well, we have a free webinar on auditory processing and a free auditory test kit on our website. You want to check that out. Storage is another part of that good foundation. It has to do with where the information goes in the brain. And this too can be influenced by neuroplasticity. So if you have a child that is very emotional, their emotions just run on high and they lack analytical thought and logic and they might even reverse numbers or letters and they stutter or stammer, then you might want to look into the storage of information, which could be caused by mixed dominance. You'll find that information in the neurodevelopmental DVD that's offered on the Little Giant Steps website. Utilization of information is the last part of the really strong foundation. So you've got brain organization, bringing the information in or receiving, processing in your short-term memory, storing it, and then utilizing it. So it has to go through all those steps. But most of us spend the time with our child on trying to get them to output. That's utilization of information. This can't happen without a good foundation. This good foundation can be achieved through the gift of neuroplasticity. If you stimulate the brain, it will respond. So ask yourself, what are you building through your everyday interactions with your child? Because all of those interactions are stimulation. You know, the foundation matters. Let me leave you with this scripture. 
By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. So let's be wise builders in the way of using neuroplasticity to help those brains function better. My prayer is that you have more confidence now that you have the power to use the principle of neuroplasticity to make a difference in your child's life. If you stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, you will receive more Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. Next week, we'll be exploring the auditory system and how hypersensitivities and distortions can cause poor functional ability and often misunderstandings or even conflict in the family. Of course, we're going to offer you hope for change as well. For now, it's the Brain Coach signing off and reminding you that neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray you'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate the skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.